let's look at the initial sets of right when the when the command is given right are you ready forward right so when the command is given forward you know you need to then tell us the handler needs to tell the dog queue right and our and when you hew forward that is the very first time this is the second point where the judge will be judging you beside the seat and the setup uh, when you set off uh, we will be looking at whether your dog is going to set it off together with you in a very nice uh, one motion or you will be throwing the dog back uh, as you set off right so that's called lagging uh, which you will be penalized for a minor deduction right so upon the healing you will be looking on a few things right again like what we say whether the the lead uh, is it loose no are you giving any extra command are you calling the names of the dog are you trying to prone the dog and things like that that will also be a minor deduction for imperfection right therefore these are the important thing that uh, the, the judge will be looking at Pupster, welcome to Train Your Dog Podcast. I'm your host, Dexter. Train Your Dog Podcast is a new doggy podcast on education, animal learning, behavior modification, and dog training. Train Your Dog Podcast focuses on helping your puppy to make sound decisions. Good decision empowers your puppy to enjoy freedom, and with good decision, gets your puppy a good and rewarding reinforcements. Pups promote positive interaction with animals and Pups your companion for life. We are back to the tip of the day's uh, segment. Right, so in this segment, uh, let's look at instead of teaching your dog uh, what you doesn't want him or her to do, Right. Why don't we specify or let's be, uh, be objective to tell the dog exactly what you want him to do. Let's take an example. Right. Let's say he's actually he found something on the ground. Right. So instead of shouting at him and say, no, don't take it, you know, or leave it. Right. That would be something a little bit more um, harsh and uh, detrimental. Or rather you say, come. Right. So as it comes forward to you and you will reward the dog. So always pay in, uh, always remember right uh, you need to build a good reinforcement history right when you build up a good reinforcement history wherever you create a dog your dog will be coming as a second nature hey pupster welcome to pups uh, podcast train your dog uh, I'm your host Dexter I would like to thank you uh, for joining us in this uh, range of podcasts that uh, to date we are already into episode uh, 23. Uh, this is, uh, sorry, this is the 24th episode uh, that I have done. And I have read, and the milestone that we have achieved uh, is that uh, barely into our two months, uh, we have already 300 downloads. A great shout out to all the great listeners that has joined us. And we want to give a round of applause uh, to all people who have put in the great effort to make this a great success. 
Yeah, thanks. I want to take this opportunity to shout out to all those uh, people who has uh, made uh, an impact uh, in my journey of uh, being a dog trainer. Uh, when I say dog trainer, it's back then uh, I was still uh, working with my own dogs, uh, training to, to be a good trainer, training to be a good uh, owner, thus getting in, into some uh, comp competition, uh, be it a local competition or international competition. Right, I want to shout out to the first uh, person that uh, that has made this uh, success uh, possible. Uh, that is Patrick Wong. But Patrick Wong is my first uh, trainer for basic obedience. Back then in two thousand and one, when I first had uh, my first border collie Max. Um, back then there is only one star dog trainer, right? So Patrick has a, been a powerhouse uh, in in Singapore, where I think uh, it given me. Uh, no choice but to look out for him uh, uh, to train me and my dog uh, back then. But he has no regret, right? Ma uh, Patrick has um, a, a very successful technique that is helping us to uh, to get into the training concept. Uh, of course, uh, they are using the corrective-based uh, technique uh, that has been, uh, again, I must say, he has been successful, right? And I want to thank him for giving me that opportunity. Right. The second person that I want to shout out to uh, will be the one that actually uh, leads me to uh, to the positive uh, training rhyme uh, that uh, which give us a um, a way where we actually when we are searching out for help uh, uh, for a positive trainer uh, back then when we are talking about looking into the crossover I think the difficult part was to to find someone who can give us the support who can give us the, uh, the, you know, the direction and to and to basically self check and to help us to realize that whether are we on the right track, uh, in this positive training, uh, rhyme or not, right? So I want to shout out to Shirley Chua. Shirley Chua has been a great friend of ours, uh, which has make uh, this journey of crossover so successful, so enjoyable, and so um, important uh, to the to the journey of our career. Right, so we want to shout out to her. We want to thank uh, Shirley again. Right, so she recommended us uh, to two uh, very distinct, uh, distinguished uh, trainer, uh, positive trainer in Australia, in the Western Australia. Uh, so we are lucky to to be able to sit under the training of uh, Gina O'Keefe and also Sue Hopman, uh, which able to give us the insights into what positive training is all about telling us uh, what is the importance aspect of training, what is positive reinforcement, uh, what is the marker, uh, what is the, uh, how to look at, you know, the situation using the positive eye, right? That is uh, basically a very good um, turning point for our life. You know, I remember when we started to do that, uh, uh, after we had trained Patrick Wong, we were thinking that, okay, maybe we should look out for a more humane, and less aggressive type of training. Uh, we begin our journey uh, to look for such technique. So we will be searching around the internet, uh, reading a lot of books in the positive training. And then uh, I tried a lot of training technique on myself. And eventually I was uh, lucky to, to, to have known Shirley. And Shirley has uh, kindly read, uh, brought us to, you know, to introduce us to uh, Gina O'Keefe and Sue Hotburn, uh, which in turn given us a very good uh, motivation right to strike out in into the in the rhyme of positive reinforcement 
and it has been uh, no turning back since then. Uh, we have been uh, having a lot of success uh, training our dog positively, right? And, and when we are back uh, in Singapore, and when we are already train our dog in a positive uh, technique, we have seen a lot of uh, uh, clear differentiation uh, between the old uh, corrective-based training. Uh, we have seen our dog who are a lot more happy in, in terms of engaging with us in training. Uh, they look forward for training. Uh, they are so, uh, you know, gets into what we call a mode of anticipation, which is, I think, the key to training. They anticipate, they look forward to the training session, and they want us to continue to play with them, right, so that they can then get into our correct zone, we call it the reward zone, and then we'll be able to get the reward from our hand. And that is the beauty of positive reinforcement. I want, also want to shout out to uh, these few uh, gentlemen who has helped me a lot uh, as I in competing uh, together with Max uh, in the obedience trial. Uh, I want to shout out to Mr. Tan Bak Song and Mr. Lo Wing Chiu. Uh, these, these two gentlemen has been a big impact uh, to my life uh, because they have always been so successful right, in training their dog. Uh, and they have shown me that as long as you are determined, as long as you are keen, as long as you are willing to work with your dog, you can see great success. And I really have learned a lot uh, from these two gentlemen, these two great teachers uh, who have spent their time, you know, talk me through uh, about training concept, talk me through how to really get things done, uh, how to basically set up for success, right? So I really want to thank uh, both of them, right? And uh, for, of course, we look out to the other parts of the country, and we were lucky in back in 2005, uh, we went to the US, right? And in the US, uh, we have met many great trainers and we are so lucky to uh, to work and train with them. And I want to shout out to uh, Julie Daniels, uh, to uh, Bud Houston, you know, uh, to, uh, what do you call that? Olga Shoko, uh, to, you know, many others that I've done and trained with and uh, I'm, uh, I apologize that I cannot uh, name every single one in this podcast, but you know who you are, and I want to thank you for making our life a great success uh, with our dogs. Let's look at uh, today's podcast topic. Right, Today's podcast uh, topic is looking in-depth into the competitive uh, obedience. Why do I want to work, talk about this? I think uh, most of us, uh, when it comes to a a, a juncture in our co- training career. I think it's always um, something that we all were in for. We would like to bring our dog to competition uh, to test out our skill, uh, to showcase whether our dog is able to then be able to perform and do well in competition. Right. So before we get into that, I would like to uh, read to you uh, what are the purpose right, of this obedience trial uh, that is the uh, uh, recorded uh, under the Singapore Kennel Club uh, regulation, right? So obedience trial is sport, and all participants should be guided by the principle of good sportsmanship, both in and out of the ring. The purpose of obedience trials is not only to demonstrate the dog's ability to follow specific routine in the obedience trial, but also to emphasize the mindfulness, the usefulness of the dog as a companion to man. All contestants in the class are required to perform same exercise in substantially 
the same way so that the relative quality of the various performance may be compared and scored. The basic objective of the obedience trial, however, is to produce dogs that have been trained to behave uh, in the home, in the public places, and in the presence of other dogs, in a manner that will reflect the credit in the sport of obedience at all time and under all conditions. The performance of the dog and handler in the ring must be accurate and correct according to these rules and regulations. It is also essential, however, that a dog demonstrate willingness and enjoyment while it is working and that a smooth and natural handler will be precedence over handler moving with military precision and using husk command. I want to bring you uh, to look at the obedience exercise in the eyes of the obedience judge so that you know uh, as, when you get yourself into a competition how does the judge will view you as a team how does the judge will then score you based on the all the exercise uh, particular exercise specific exercise uh, with the objective and of the uh, we call it the accuracy and the performance that you need to you need to be done in each part of the exercise right so that uh, you will be well prepared uh, for your competition right and i want to uh, again uh, re-emphasize right here we are not teaching you or I rather i'm not trying to teach you how to train a dog but rather i want you to look at uh, what you should be more careful uh, on uh, the single uh, particular part of the exercise that may cost you a a uh, significant uh, substantial deduction as we call it in the obedience uh, uh, trial uh, which may then uh, cause you to you know to finish uh, out of the podium and even uh, not even have time for a qualifying score before we can uh, effectively go into the uh, what you call the importance of the exercise I think we it's good to for us to look at this chapter 4 it's called the conduct handlers owner and the behavior of dogs right so here you talk about food uh, training aids handler must not bring food or any other training aids into the trial rings except for the leash the choke chain or the check chain or collar no specific training collar such as spite prong collar or electric collar will be permitted in the ring nothing may be hanging from the dog's collar except uh, id tag the trial manager shall disqualify handler breaching this rule. The next that is uh, good for us to know is would be restriction on assistance or coaching. Handler shall not receive or ask for any assistance or to be prompted or coached by a person outside the trial ring, uh, ring uh, while performing any exercise. Any such assistance, prompting or coaching, especially from trainers or owners, will result in disqualification of the handler and the dog. And the next one that is also critical for us would be physical abuse of dog. The judge may disqualify a handler and the dog in the case of any physical abuse of a dog in the trial ring. The trial manager may also disqualify any handler and the dog for physical abuse of a dog on the day of the trial, whether or not the act was committed in the trial ring. Praise. Praise and petting are allowed in between and after exercise. There will be a penalty for misbehaving for 10 points where any dogs is picked up and or carried in the ring including the way into and out of the ring. Today we will focus on the pre-novice and the novice class. 
right, these are the entry level and also the beginners class, right, where uh, all competition docs are supposed to get through. And if they have uh, qualified for each of the class for three consecutive time, uh, they are required to uh, move up to the next uh, class, right? And the qualifying score shall be 75 points, right? And these are the exercises that is in the pre-novice class, right? So before that, maybe let me explain to you what's the difference between the pre-novice class and the novice class. Pre-novice class, uh, the dog will be uh, always on the lead, right? And uh, and the, a novice class is where the dogs are considered off lead. The exercises for, for the pre-novice class and the novice class are right, heel on lead, which constitute a 45 points, stand stay, constitute a 10 points, a recall, constitute a 25 points, and a sit stay for 30 seconds, constitute a 10 point, and the down stay, constitute a for one minute, which constitute a 10 points. So in total, you have 100 points. Then again, the qualifying score is 75. Before we look at the actual scoring of the exercise, I want to bring your attention or the guidelines to deduction. Right? There's a segment that we call zero. Right? If a dog is unmanageable or its handler constantly controls its performance by tagging on the lead or is adapting to the pace of the dog, the participant will be scored zero. We have another category of the guidelines for deduction which is called substantial. Substantial is the failure to change pace noticeably for slow and fast pace or lagging, healing white, forging or clouding. Deduction is on the range of 9 to 20 points. right? And the last category is called a minor. The minor are for poor seats, for occasion guidance with the lead and extra command and for other imperfection of healing. For any failure to take out the starting position promptly, deduction is 1 to 8 points. To understand the spot better, I think we need to look at some of the, uh, what you call the definition. Right, so let's look at one, the healing. Right, the heel position. The heel position applies to whether the dog is sitting, standing, lying down, or moving at heel. The dog should be straight in line with the direction in which the handler is facing and it's at the handler's left side. The area from the dog's head to his shoulder should be in line with the handler's left hip. The dog should be close, not too clouding, so that the handler has freedom uh, of motion at all times. Let's look at the first exercise, right, uh, for the pre-novice class, which is the healing. Right, so healing on lead. The principal feature, we always will be looking at what is the principal feature and what must we do uh, to score according to the uh, requirement from the from the obedience trial book. Right. So the principal feature for healing on lead is dog and handler are at work as a team. Order from the judge or steward, are you ready? Forward, right turn, left turn, right about turn. Fast pace, slow pace, normal pace, hot, exercise finished. This command may be given in any sequence and may be repeated. Type of commands permitted. Commands can be used. The name of the dog should be used only at the start of the exercise. The description of the exercise. The handler will be asked, are you ready? On order of the forward, the dog gives the dog a command to heal and at the same time, commands 
walking at the directed pace. When ordered to move at a fast pace or slow pace, the handler and the dog must move forward in a noticeably faster or slower speed than the normal pace. The pace at which a dog is to work should be proportionate to the size and the breed of the dog. The handler shall commit sorry, shall command the dog according when asked to make a right turn, left turn, and right about turn. At each other, at each order of the judge halt, the dog the handler must show must stop and the dog must sit smartly at heel and not move until the next order to do so. Handler shall use sufficient length of the lead to give freedom of movement and to show a distinct look at all times. The dog shall be guided shall not be guided by tugging or jerking of the lead. Let's discuss on the healing exercise. Where would be the potential uh, pit hole uh, that will allows you to have uh, substantial uh, deduction? Right. So the very first thing would be the starting uh, setup. Right. So uh, as the rule has clearly mentioned, taking too much time at the setup will cause the team a substantial deduction, and that will be causing you in the range of um, in the range of let's say. Um, 9 to 20 points which is quite substantial right and you know and for first seats right and uh, occasional guidance of the lead and extra command will be penalized for 1 to 8 points so that's something that we want to look at so let's look at the setup the setup is where the dog sits uh, at heel on the left side right so let's look at the initial sets of right when the, when the command is given right are you ready forward Right, so when the command is given forward, you know, you need to then tell us the handler needs to tell the dog heel. Right, and I will, and when you heel forward, that is the very first time. This is the second point where the judge will be judging you beside the seat and the setup. Uh, when you set off, uh, we will be looking at whether your dog is going to set it off together with you in a very nice uh, one motion. Or you will be throwing the dog back. Uh, as you set off, right? So that's called lagging, uh, which you will be penalized for a minor deduction, right? So upon the healing, you will be looking on a few things, right? Again, like what we say, whether the, the lead, uh, is it loose? No, are you giving any extra command? Are you calling the names of the dog? Are you trying to prone the dog and things like that? That will also be a minor deduction for imperfection, right? Therefore, these are the important things that uh, the, the judge will be looking at. And the next will be uh, the automatic seat, right? So when the, when the judge say hot, there will be the automatic seat, right? And, uh, and if your dog doesn't sit automatically, right? And you uh, prompt uh, with a seat command, uh, which is allow, a minor deduction uh, will be uh, penalizing the team, right? And then again, we come back to the set off, which is another set off where you will then say heal, and we want to see whether the dog will follow you, right? And what else are we looking at, right? We are looking at, uh, of course, the willingness of the dog to work. Uh, remember the um, uh, the objective of, of the trial, right? Is to show the willingness of the dog that is happy to work with you and is happily engaging the owner, right? So you will look at uh, these are the things that the judge will be looking at, and that will cost uh, you to have, you know, either a uh, a minor deduction or a substantial deduction uh, that may cause the team a, a, a great uh, disadvantage, right? And what would be score zero? For example, uh, you are unable to set off with your dog 
and then you need to tuck the dog uh, a dog runs away and things like that so that will score zero because the dog doesn't do what we call the principal feature right so the dog and the handler are to work as a team so if you were to show that you are not working as a team therefore you fail on the principal exercise and you will be scored zero because when a dog runs away you will be regarded as a dog is unmanageable right or the handler is constantly controlling the performance by tugging adapting to the pace of the dog therefore you will be scored zero let's look at the second part of the exercise which is the stand stay right so the principal feature of stand stay the dog is to stand steadily on lead with the handle standing a leash length away and not show undue resentment or shyness uh, this this exercise actually is to train your dog to get ready for inspection right uh, for example during the vet uh, visit or doing uh, somebody that's uh, coming for grooming of your dog and things like that your dog must be willingly and show no uh, undue resentment or uh, shyness uh, when someone is touching the dog right so this is the principal sides of the of, of the exercise that you need to point uh, to look at so the order of the the command will be position the dog right in the stand position are you ready leave your dog return to your dog exercise finish Right, so these are the few important points that I want you to take note. And the commands uh, that is permitted, commands can be used. Right, the name of the dog should only be used at the start of the exercise. Description of the exercise. On the order to position the dog, the handler will command the dog to stand at heel position. The handler will be asked, are you ready? Before he is ordered to command his dog to stay and leave the dog. The dog is to stay in the stand position while the judge circles at approximately one meter around the dog. The judge will make at least one complete circle around the handler and the dog. The judge will not touch the dog. The dog must remain in the standing position until the judge or the steward has ordered exercise finish. Right, so again, uh, we have three guidelines for deduction. Uh, we have the zero. Right, uh, here the zero will be for a dog that attack or show an obvious tendency to attack or show undue resentment. Rough treatment by the handler or active resistance from the dog to the handler's attempt to have it stand. For a dog that move all four paws well, their original position, from the original position after the stay command is given and does not complete the principal uh, features of the exercise will be scored zero. In substantial case, uh, this will be the dog that have moved any two or three paws from the original position after the stay command, um, the substantial deduction will be from three to five points, and the minor deduction will be for an extra command or minor imperfection in the stand stand state. For any failure to take up the starting position promptly, will have a minor uh, deduction. Right. So let's look at the exercise again. Right. The stand state. Right. So the so principal exercise is for the dog to stay to stand uh, steadily on lead with the handler standing a leash length away and does not show any undue resentment or shyness right so that is the what uh, the judge will be looking at right so where is the area of concern for that the, the team must be uh, putting extra effort uh, to look at it you know if not you will be uh, having uh, a minor or major or substantial deduction for the team right so from the start Right, your dog again will be at a setup position. 
right? The dog is at the heel on the left side and you will be getting ready, right? So again, the, the order of command will be position your dog, right? So what you expected to do is to move the dog to a stand position, right? And then leave a stay command as, we, as, the, as the steward will ask you, are you ready? Leave your dog. That's where you were to uh, give a stay command and move uh, away from the dog approximately about one meter's length. Right, so let's look at where is the potential deduction that we are looking at. Right, so when you when we say position a dog, you get your dog to the stand position. So does your dog uh, stand, uh, get in the sense stand position steadily, readily? Right, uh, how many paws uh, will he move after the stay command? Uh, that's something that we will be looking at. Right, and does your dog stay as you move a meter away from the from him? Right, because this is part of the exercise. Right, so the next thing the judge will be looking at is for when the judge was circling around uh, the dog at uh, one meter apart, uh, the dog again must not show resentment, uh, undue shyness, and things like that. Right, and that would be uh, something that the dog, uh, the, the judge will be looking at. And then the next command uh, given to you will be return to your dog. That's where you will have to walk back to your dog at its heel position when the dog still at the stand position. Right, which is the critical part right so the judge will be looking when you return to the dog does the dog move uh, are you at the heel position is the dog still maintaining at the heel position and when the judge say exercise finish that's where you will heel your dog forward into a seat there will be another uh, point here that uh, it may be cough contention right so uh, usually i recommend you to do is when they say exercise finish let's rejoice with the dog Right, and the dog, and when every time when the word exercise finish happens, uh, the uh, the we will stop scoring. Right, that will help you to stay uh, in a good condition, right, in terms of competition. This podcast is sponsored by Pups Dog Training. Pups is a positive dog training school. We train dogs from puppy to advance. Pups Training Academy focuses on nurturing, training, educating, and motivating our trainers to better equip themselves with skills, knowledge, experience to ensure continuing education and keeping abreast with the field of dog training. Our flagship programs include online cyber puppy training, life skills, dog obedience, behavioral modification, private one-on-one home-based training, and dog spots. So the third exercise on the pre-novice and novice class, right, would be the recall. Let's look at the principal uh, feature of the exercise. The dog is to sit where left at a distance for approximately 10 meters of the lead and promptly obey the handler's command to come. So that is the principal sums uh, exercise, right, which is uh, critical down here, right? The, uh, the order of the judge or, or the steward Position your dog 
in the seat position. Are you ready? Leave your dog as you move away for, for 10 meters and the judge will call for a about turn and halt. You will be facing your dog and then he will be calling, telling you, call your dog. And your dog will be running towards you for the finish, uh, to the front and the finish. And the last command will be exercise finish. Type of commands permitted. Right, commands can be used. The name of the dog shall, should be used only at the start of the exercise. Right, so let's look at the description of the exercise. On order to position your dog, the handler will give his dog the seat at heel position. Right, number two, the handler will be asked, are you ready? You will next be given the order, leave your dog. The handler is to command the dog to stay and it walks away from the dog for about 10 meters. The judge or the steward will give the order to the handler about turn and halt. And the handler will be, is to be halted at approximately 10 meters away from the dog. On the order to call your dog, the handler will, given, will command the dog to come to you, where the dog shall go directly to, the, to his handler at a breeze pace and sit straight, center in front of the handler. Right? And on command finish, the dog is to is to the handler is to give a command for the dog to go smartly into the heel position and sit. Right, this is the type of command permitted. Right, and the guidelines of deduction again. Uh, again, we have the uh, zero class. Right, you will score zero for a dog that breaks the sit position, or anticipate for the command to come to the handler. Substantial, for so slow response to commands or the failure to go to the handler at brisk place, uh, for failure to sit, for moving out more than half of its body length when, it's, uh, when it, is, what it was left, uh, and for failure to finish and dissipation or finish, deduction uh, will be at the range of 5 to 10 points. Uh, for the minor deduction, for an extra command for poor sit or poor finish, uh, for any failure to take up uh, the position promptly, that will, be, that will cost you at the range of 1 to 4 points they may cause a concern right that will be scored uh, separately right and on the next order call your dog so when the handler start to command the dog to come to him uh, the judge is looking at right, whether the dog will come directly to the handler at the breeze pace and sit straight at the center front of the handler so a few things uh, here we'll be looking at when we call the dog does the dog respond to the name or does the dog respond to the calm command, right? And then when a dog is coming, is it coming at the breeze space or is it uh, dragging his head as it, come, as it comes into the owner, right? And the next thing we will be looking at is that uh, is the dog sitting uh, what we call straight and front in front of the handler, right? This, so these are the things that we will score, right? And we will take a look at um, uh, what your dog has done, the team has done, and we will score accordingly. And on the command of finish, the handler will give a command for the dog to go smartly in the heel position. So for uh, for us, when we say finish, exercise finish is where, or when we say finish, sorry, the, the, the command is where we move the dog from the front position back to the heel position. So we want to see a few things again. Uh, does the dog uh, move uh, on command into the finish position? Does the dog sit uh, nicely as heel beside you? And it doesn't move until you have been given the command exercise finish right so this is how you'll be scored uh, for the recall exercise
The next two exercises are what we call the group exercises, right? Where uh, all the participant dogs and the team, right, will have to take this uh, exercise uh, together, right? So the next one is called the sit stay. So let's look at uh, the principal feature. The dog is to stay off lead for thirty seconds in a sit position until the completion of the exercise, right? So the order. Uh, from the judge or steward, position your dog in seat position. Are you ready? Last command, leave your dog. About turn, halt, return to your dog, exercise finish. The type of commands permitted. Commands can be given. No extra command shall be given once the handler, handler gives his last command and leave the dog. Description of the exercise. This is a group exercise. The handler perform a line approximately 1.5 meter apart uh, with their dogs. The dogs are to make the sit in the heel position on order of position the dogs. The handler will be asked, are you ready? They will next be given the, the order of the last command and leave your dog. Handler may command the dog to stay and immediately walk away from their dog. On order of the about turn and hot, the handler will about turn and face their dog and hot respect, respectively. The handler are to be hot, hotted at at least 5 meters from their dog. 30 seconds from the time the judge order the, the handler to leave their dog, he will give the command, return to your dog. The handlers must follow the dog, uh, return to their dog together and they give the command to the healing position. The dog must not move from the sitting position until the judge and the steward order exercise finish. If the dog gets up and starts to roam during the course of the exercise, the judge may instruct the steward or the handler to take the dog away from the other dog. Let's look at the deduction guideline. Right, for zero, to score zero, a dog which failed to remain to sit position, right, or to move more than half of its body length or where it is left repeatedly barking or whining, any unusual or additional act or signal. Substantial, for a dog that barks or whines at least one or twice for a minor movement, fidgeting deduction is 4 to 7.5 points. The minor, for any extra command, and if a handler does, leave his, does not leave his dog or return with the other handler, for the failure to take out the starting position promptly, the deduction will be in the range of 1 to 3 points. Let's look at how the judge will read the exercise, how is the scoring is all about, right? So, um, by the order of the judge, position your dog in sit position, that's the first thing the judge will be judged, right? Whether you're taking too much of the time uh, to do the setup, which may cost you a minor deduction, right? Or your dog fails to set up, which may render you a substantial deduction, or your dog doesn't run away, that will cost you a zero, to score you a zero, right? So these are the things that we know we need to look up, right? So when your dog starts in the in the sit position, uh, which is the uh, starting position, it will be by the order of the judge. You will hear the words, "Are you ready?" Right? Last command, leave your dog. So at this part, uh, after the setup, uh, you will be asked, "Are you ready?" And last command, leave your dog. The handler will then give a stay command. Right? And all what the judge will be looking at again will be does the dog give a clear and clean uh, stay command 
Does the dog fidget? Does the dog uh, leave the handler position? Or does the dog follow the handler? Right? And as you move about a meter away, right, uh, the dog, uh, the, the handler, or the, 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 the judge or the steward will be order you to say about turn and halt. Right? So as you turn and face the dog, the judge will be looking at whether is there any additional command given by the handler. Uh, is there any uh, you know staring of the owner at, at the dog which can be taken as an additional cue, right? And that will start the, the count of the 30 seconds, right? So after the 30, 30 seconds has expired, uh, the, the judge or the handler or, or the steward will be given return to your dog, right? So that's where uh, the, the, all, the, all the participants that lines up in the line will start moving back to the dog. Right, as you get back to the dog's position on the left, uh, what the judge will be looking at, does the dog fidget? Does the dog get up to greet the owner? Does the dog break the position? So these are critical to the scoring system and therefore differentiates who is the winner. Right? And the last thing you will be here, the last thing from the judge or the steward will be exercise finish. And when that happens, you can break free your dog and the scoring will stop scoring. The next exercise uh, for the heel free or the heel on lead exercise, which is the pre novice and novice class, right, would be the down stay. Right, so let's look at the principal feature. The dog is to stay off lead for a minute in the down position until the completion of the exercise. By the order of the judge or the steward, that would be position or dog in the down position. Are you ready? Last command leave your dog, about turn. Hot, return to your dog, exercise finish. The type of commands permitted. Commands can be given. No extra command shall be given once the handler gives his last command and leaves the dog. Description of the exercise. Again, this is a group exercise. The handler will form a line approximately 1.5 meter apart with their dog. The dog are to be placed in the dog position or the order. Position the dog. The handler will be asked are you ready? They will next be given a command or the order last command and leave your dog. The handler may command the dog to stay and immediately walk away from their dogs. On order to about turn and halt, the handler will about turn to face their dog and halt respectively. The handlers are to be halted at least 5 meters from the dog. One minute from the time the judge and the steward order uh, the, the handler to leave the dog and it's given uh, the order, return to your dog and the, and the handler must return to their dog together to go into a heel position. The dog must not move from the dog position until the judge and the steward given the order, exercise finish. Right, so, uh, and if your dog gets up or start to roam during the exercise, the course of the exercise, the judge may instruct the steward or the handler to take the dog away from the other dogs. So the guidelines for deduction again is for zero to score zero, a dog which fails to remain in the down position, which moves more than half of its body length uh, where it is it was left, repeatedly barking, whining, any unusual or additional act and signal. Substantial for a dog that barks and whines only once or twice, for minor movement, fidgeting deduction will be four to seven point five points. And for the minor deduction, for any extra command 
or if a handler does not leave or return, uh, if the dog does not leave or return uh, with other handler. So they are, and for any failures to take up the, the starting position promptly, the deduction will cost you about one to three points. Right, so let's look at how it's being judged again, which is I think the critical part of the exercise. Right, so look at the principal exercise again. The order of the judge, position your dog. Right, this is where you are asked to uh, get your dog in the down position. So the judge will be looking, are you able to get in the down position? Right, is the dog down uh, in the correct in, in the in the correct uh, on your heel side? Right, and you will be asked, are you ready? Right, and last command, leave the dog. Here, the judge will be looking at uh, whether your command is given uh, with a single sign or are you doing a, uh, you know, uh, uh, something that is, uh, for example, a hard command, or too much of action. Right, so leave a dog. Last command, leave a dog. So you are supposed to give the stay command and you walk away. Here, we'll be looking at whether the dog responds to the stay command. Does the dog gets up to the seat? Does the dog uh, follows the owner? Or does the dog runs away? So these are the ones that we will be looking at and that will be costing you uh, from a, a minor to a substantial and then to a, a zero scoring. Right? And then uh, the judge or the handle or, or the steward will be given about turn and hot. That's where you will do a about turn and hot and face your dog. Right? So this position, uh, the judge will be looking at does the dog uh, fidget right as they are facing you or does the dog uh, move towards you or inch forward towards you but that might cost you a uh, substantial deduction right or the dog comes to you right and that will be a score zero right and when the so-called the minute expire uh, you will be asked to return to your dog and so in one motion you're supposed to walk back uh, to the dog at the heel position where your dog still remain in the down position right so uh, when you return to your dog, the judge will be watching whether the dog remains in the, in the down position or the dog gets up to a seat or the dog breaks the position. That will cause you a uh, minor to a substantial deduction. right? And the next command will be given, exercise finish. That's where uh, the judge will stop scoring. That's where you will release your dog and enjoy your, uh, what you call that, your rewards or your, or your uh, praise given to the dog for the great job that he has done. I hope I have given you uh, some uh, very good uh, insights on how uh, the obedient judge will be looking at the various uh, pieces of the exercise when we are talking about competing in the pre-novice and the novice class, right? which is the on-lead and the off-lead uh, part of the exercise. right? So uh, bearing in mind uh, what is to, what the judge will be uh, basically uh, looking at uh, to score your dog and let's work hard uh, to get all this uh, particular part of the exercise uh, to be uh, to be up to pace uh, to be able to get a performance up uh, to you know to more than 80 percent of the time uh, before you enter into the competition ring right i think uh, the the last advice i want to give you is let's not be too hard on ourselves or to our dogs right sometimes as a competitor uh, you always were to blame your dog but I, I need to bring to your attention right so this is like a team teamwork right it's a team a sport and it has two sides to play right so as a judge I, I want to tell you very frankly right when I judge anybody in the obedience ring I look at both as a team right what the dog has done uh, is the dog willing as the handler gives the wrong command has the handler been giving too much of a command and I will score 
um, or deduct the point according to the team performance, right? So this is a team sport. It's something like a, a figure skaters where two partners has to do hand-to-hand uh, in order to score that scoring, right? It's not only uh, you're, you're not only yourself. So uh, let's not uh, make the dog looks bad uh, so that we can look good. Or likewise, we, let, we make ourselves look bad so that the, the dog looks good, right? As a team, uh, it will be a clear distinction where uh, the judge will be looking at if it doesn't work as a team, uh, that is going against the principal sum of the exercise for the obedience trial. Therefore, you will be scored miserably, right? So I, I, I again, uh, will ask for your help uh, to go in with a good spirit as you as we have discussed on the principal uh, uh, motivates, motivations and objective of the, of the obedience trial, right? Is to showcase the, the usefulness of the dog uh, in and out of the obedience trial ring, right? So have fun and stay positive and I will catch you uh, on the next podcast. I want to thank you for joining us for this podcast. And if you like our show, uh, please click on the subscribe button so that you will be uh, prompted with the latest episode that's available on our channel, a Train Your Dog Podcast. Right? Or you can leave us uh, a review at uh, uh, podchaser.com slash pubsg. Podchaser as in P-U-D-C-H-A-S-E-R.com. Right? And you all, you can leave with us uh, the review at uh, your favorite uh, podcast channel uh, listener to be able to find our channel uh, when they search for us uh, over the search engine. Once again, you can find us at pups.com.sg, which is P U P S. Pups has a trainer academy to nurture, train, educate and motivate all trainers to better equip ourselves with skill, knowledge, experience, and to ensure continuous education to keep abreast with the field of dog training. Pups Dog Training, we provide Puppy 101, Pet Dog, and Dog Sport Training. And our flagship program, our Dog Obedience Life Skill Program, and also the Puppy Fundamentals Obedience Classes, and Puppy Fundamental Agility Classes, and a Behavioral Consulting. Thanks again for listening to our podcast and we hope you like it and I'll see you again in our next podcast. Thanks. See you, yeah.